All right, who's ready to count down to New Year's Eve here at the M Word Rockin' Bar- Millennial Party? What? All, all right, let's uh, let's get to counting. Kyle, okay. that's like four days. Th- okay, so let's start counting. Three hundred twenty-four thousand seconds. Kyle, three hundred twenty-three nine hundred ninety-nine seconds. We're not gonna go. Three hundred twenty-three nine hundred ninety-eight seconds. Three hundred twenty-three nine hundred ninety-seven seconds. All right, we'll see. Uh, you gonna keep on going? A 300, oh gosh, I lost count. Oh shit, we have to start over. 324,000 oh. seconds. 323,999 seconds. Hello and welcome to the M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your fireworks millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends trying to solve a whole year (laughs) in a a single episode. Uh, And maybe it'll happen or maybe we'll die. Who knows? (laughs) No one knows. No one can know at all. Um, Oh, my goodness. We've done it. We haven't done the podcast for a whole year, but we've done it to what the nation considers to be a whole year. Yeah. And we're going to be celebrating that today. We've celebrated one tax year of the M word. Is that do taxes start at the end of the, the year like that? Ta- ta- what taxes start on the beginning of a year? I don't know. Yeah, one I'm, of these days, Connor, you're going to have to file your taxes and, and nah, quit running. Nah, nah. The IRS only cares if you make over three hundred thousand dollars. God, I wish I could believe that. I want to desperately. Mm, if only, Kyle. Listen. We're gonna make this as awesome as we possibly can yeah. because we're gonna we're gonna do a few things today. First, we're gonna open each other's very lovely boy presents that we got each other for the holiday season. Our final holiday uh, tax deductible, which is now very important, presents. <laughs> and after that, we're going to go ahead and check back in on some of those resolutions that we've created uh, for those big big problems. Uh, and how those solvings have gone. Yes, and then I think finally we are going to predict some of our next year's 2019 New Year's revolutions. Uh, what are millennials going to overthrow? This is the first time we've ever really given you know a table of contents before our show, and <laughs> I guess it's kind of working. I think they're going to be into it. So let's begin by Kyle, first off. Yeah. How have you been enjoying Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Connor, I love it so, so much. Full disclosure, I have not started reading it because it is approximately one hour after I opened it for the first time. <laughs> I figured you said you needed a break, but I thought it, you were going to use that time to start reading the book. Yeah, so we recorded these episodes back to back. I took, I asked for one 10-minute break, which you barely gave me. You were kind of like... Are you sure you need that break? Like, Kyle, really? And so I did leave. I ate a banana. I drank some water. And I read all of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm. Didn't like it. it. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) I think it's because I had to read it so fast. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, so I am looking at your present right here in front of me. And I'm feeling it with my fingies. Okay. I really don't know what it is. I'm so glad. Does it say who's it's from? I mean, I have a feel. I have a feel. It's custom ink, so it might be a shirt. Okay, and maybe think back to the very beginning of our show. 
Oh no. Oh no. Oh no indeed. Okay. Uh should I open mine first? Uh yeah, sure. I say go for it since you already got it got it going. Alright. Tear, tear. You're, you're tear gonna need your up. camera ready as well. Tear, 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 tear it up. Oh my god. Why is it only your face? <laughs> you ass! <laughs> I love it! Holy shit. This Can you is please describe so fucking describe cool. what you're seeing? It's a big old purple shirt with Kyle's stupid fucking face on it. <laughs> and under that it says the M-word of Millennial Podcast solving millennial problems, mwordpod.com. Oh no, I love this, dude. Connor, do you know where my inspiration came from? No. I can't remember if actually it was on one of the episodes that we published, but before we started the M word, we did some test episodes um, just for ourselves. And during that period, the Oscars happened and we had a bet. We we did a ballot and we had a bet on who could pick the most uh, winners. And you lost that bet. And the prize was that the loser had to get a shirt with the other's face on it. So <laughs> And we never fulfilled that bet. <laughs> so but but you know what's great is that the the thing is you had to buy it for me. I did have to buy it for you. So yeah, but it also I uh, didn't have to give you a gift. <laughs> so it was oh, kind of man. worked well. I love it. Kyle, this is great. You're gonna have I, to wear it to PodCon. I am absolutely gonna wear this to PodCon. Um, man, yes, Kyle, thank you. I thought it would work well with our, our planned, um, neon, what is it? Neon yellow, uh, hoodies that we're buying for ourselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to order those so we can get that before we go. So hopefully they'll exist. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, can I open my present now? Yeah, do it. Okay. First, tell me what it says in the box. Yeah. I, it's confusing. It's very confusing what's happening here because... There's a handwritten from Connor O'Brien that looks like it's your handwriting. So I, I assume that you've uh, you've touched this box. Um, and then it has a, a sticker on it that says live plant fragile. So I guess I got a plant. I was very careful with it. I had to drive it from my apartment to Houston. I was so careful. I drove no more than 20 miles per hour because I was so scared for this live plant and its fragile you know plant cells. Um, and it's a box. It's a pretty standard uh, box. Should I open the box? What's in the box? Yep. Open it up, boy. I'm using like the smallest scissors possible. And it's really, really not working for me. Is this glued? Okay, I think that part is glued. How do I open this box? Just like what is inside, you will need to learn patience. <laughs> I don't know what that means. This box is confusing as hell. Is this the gift? Oh, I got it. Okay. 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 So. Okay. Okay. It's definitely a live plant. <laughs> <laughs> got me a bonsai tree yes <laughs> yes you now have responsibility to feed and water and build a small plant you know i have a dog right like it's not like i've never embraced 
You've never understood what it's like to care for another being, <laughs> and now you will with a very, very small tree. Just the smallest of trees. Um, bonsai represents the artistic use of gardening techniques to develop a tree into a miniaturized version of its counterpart in nature. Oh my god. This is hilarious. <laughs> Kyle, listen. I've given you two very good gifts yeah. that I will need consistent updates on throughout the making of this podcast yeah. to know how you are doing physically and emotionally. And I'll know because I need to get pictures of them consistently. That's absolutely fine as long as um, my prerequisite before any update that I send you is that you send me a picture of yourself wearing that T-shirt out in public. Oh, in oh God, why in public? <laughs> Because you lost a bet, Connor. There has to be consequences. You must oh, wear my cartoon father. face. I By the way, will. I was I was so proud of it because it looked so good with because uh, I took my face off of our cover art that uh, Cindia Martinez designed, and I could never have been more happy to have such a good looking face on there. Yeah, this is really, really, really good. I actually might wear this in public. You should. And, and, I mean, how about this? Even better. I'll wear it with you. Perfect. Beautiful. So it's just it's a Kyle. It's a double Kyle act. Yep, and then I'll I'll pull the shirt over my face and I'll talk for you. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that right. Whenever you do the thing, you lift up the shirt, um, and on the underside, upside down, is like a mask, and that right. that's where Connor's face is. Right. Oh, that'll, that'll be very funny. I can't believe you sent me a fucking plant. <laughs> I'm I I can't remember all the motivations that were going through my mind when I did it, but I am so happy with my decision. It's very I'm good. so so very happy with with uh, with what I have decided to do. Because I mean, I'm gonna see this every day and remember and remember everything that you've done for me. And you're gonna see your shirt every laundry day whenever that's the last thing in your drawer, and you right. put it on. And I realize that I don't have anything else to wear. Yeah. And this is what I got. <laughs> uh, this gift giving season has been just so good and joyous. Um, I can't believe you sent me a fucking plan. I I'm Kyle, aren't you pumped? Uh yes. Aren't you jazzed? This just screams Kyle. I'm so jazzed. I'm so pumped. Yep. <laughs> oh okay. man, you're gonna thank me so hard in like two months. You'll be like, hey Connor, the plant's dead. <laughs> I've never owned a plant before, so we'll definitely what? see. What? Yes. Yeah. Why would I ever own a plant? Because it teaches you. I will I will sit at its roots and learn from its ways. Mm, like Pocahontas. Okay, so uh now that we have successfully changed each other's lives for the better or worse, we will know in a few weeks. Yep. Um let's go ahead and see what happened, man. What happened? I am I don't know. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you pull the carriage on, on this old sleigh. Alright. So we're going to go back. Not to the very, very beginning, but very close to the beginning to see what the fuck happened yeah. when we solved some problems. Uh, and this is perfect for this holiday season. Um, back in episode three, we needed to figure out what to do with Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. From what I can recall, we decided that they were dumb and we tried to figure out why Easter eggs existed, which we read on Wikipedia. Uh, and apparently, 
we were we were correct in the history of it, but we didn't actually figure out what the fuck we were gonna do with them. Yeah, I kind of I kind of because obviously you and I don't remember what we said. Like that's no. that's apparent. Let's so be what, obvious. What I like about this is that we really are just taking a second crack at these problems, and also might we might say the same thing <laughs> because we don't remember. But we definitely won't, which is why you have to go back and listen to yeah, the podcast. We've to changed. Figure we've, out. we've matured. And I think that's what's important. You can see how we would answer it now versus how we did, you know, nine months ago. Absolutely. Um, Easter eggs. Yeah, I'm still very against them. I, I don't believe that Jesus should have given the bunny the unnatural power to lay eggs. Yeah, it was really odd. That, I mean, he's done some weird shit, right? He's yeah. made snakes spit venom. He's made, uh, you know, fish glow. And then he was like, eggs, let's have rabbits shit them. Yeah, yep. So if we if we are going to have Easter eggs coming out of rabbits' butts, we decided, okay, we're going to have them full of chocolatey goodness, full of money, full of quarters, right? right? Full of like love notes, but maybe also sometimes full of egg, and I think that can be fun, right? You got to figure out which eggs have the money in them and which eggs have the eggs the egg in them. Right, no shaking, no shaking, can't no shake. No shaking, um, but it's it's so sad for that poor bunny, right? Yeah, it's it's like it, you can you know when it is a when it's an Easter bunny versus a regular bunny because right. of their their deformed body from all those plastic eggs. Right, and the and the heroin needle next to him. Oh, why? <laughs> why? Why? That's the only way that they can get through. They can only cope. And that's why they're so shitty at hiding those eggs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, when, they... whenever they're, they're, they, they feed, they have the uh, the older bunnies because they're so old and tired. They have them for the younger kids. Right. And so they just walk around pooping those eggs on the lawn in the most obvious of places. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so obvious. So basically what we're trying to say is let's commercialize it as per usual. Yeah. We'll let's buy bunnies. We'll make them make more bunnies. Yeah. Why can't we just clone the one bunny that that Jesus made? Make more of them. They did it with sheep, right? Yes. And then that way that bunny doesn't have to go to every single Easter party and shit a bunch of eggs. God, it's 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 hitching rides on Santa's sleigh. It won't. It can't even hitch its own ride. It has no vehicle whatsoever. What's yeah. up? You don't you don't hear a lot about the Santa economy um, past Christmas, but he does lease the sleigh to other fable uh, legends during the rest of the year. So yeah, the Easter Bunny flies around in Santa's sleigh. Um, you know, um, yeah, Rudolph and the gang super aren't into another animal riding in the sleigh. So that's why it takes so long. But to be fair, Easter Bunny is the size of a human. (laughs) Just, (laughs) just to really upset you. Nothing is more spooky than a human sized bunny with (laughs) hands. That's Darnie Darko as hell. All right. Uh, let's move right along to another problem. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, Kyle, this one has worked out swimmingly. Uh, Back in episode 16, we solved the new name for American football. (gasps) Oh, Helmet Ball. I do remember that one. Yes, we and I think that that shit is held true to today. It It took us a while to get to Helmet Ball, but when we got there, it just felt right. There, What other sport uses real helmets? 
None. None of them. None of them. Not anymore. Not even rugby. <laughs> rugby doesn't even use helmets. Nope. Hockey? Those aren't helmets. Those are head masks. Yeah, they call them head masks or hockey skulls. Hockey. They, <laughs> they take the dead hockey players, they take their skulls, and they form them into face masks, and that's what they wear. It's real stinky, but it gets them ready for the game. It's very stinky. It's very um, Cubone-esque. Do you remember that Pokemon? Yeah, how unfortunate, huh? Do you do you remember whenever you first found out as a child the lore behind Cubone? Uh, I couldn't tell you what it is now. Okay, so it because the the message behind Cubone, and it even says this like in the Pokedex, like Cubone, whenever its mother dies, it will wear the skull of its parent. And oh my! That's God. that's what it's wearing on its head. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm okay. So that's why hockey is called the Cubone sport. That's unfortunate. Uh, so, just big span done. I mean, there's not. I there's. I just wanted to readdress the fact that helmet ball is still in play. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I like that one because you brought up something that we solved and that we didn't create more problems from. Yes, we're very, we're very, very good. Yeah. Um. Oh, healthcare. Um. That. This was episode twenty-one. Right. We try to solve healthcare slash uh, self-care, and honestly, not so good. We've uh, I-, I definitely am still very much a hypochondriac. Yeah. And the government in Texas is striking down uh, Obamacare. So you know. Yeah, a-, a judge in Texas said that healthcare is unconstitutional, and um, he said no more of that. No more of that. The Constitution never said anything about health care. Get it out of here. No more hospitals. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vote a big we need to go back at some point and readdress that. Yeah. Um because it's definitely not 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 going on well. Yeah. People are still dead. I recently listened to a podcast called Doctor Death, and um it's about an incompetent surgeon who not only was incompetent but criminally negligent, and he maimed or killed 33 patients in surgery because he was so bad, and the system protected him until finally it couldn't. He's like one of the first doctors in the States to be criminally tried because everybody was like, you can't put a doctor on trial. You can do, like, not a criminal trial. You can do a civil trial, but you can't do a criminal trial. He's a criminal, and I think maybe we do that some more. Maybe we get some of the... Get some of the bad the bad eggs, so to speak, whenever the Easter Bunny pooped him out. Get him out of there. Put him in jail. Put him in prison. Oh. Will that solve health care? Yeah. People won't die anymore then. Exactly. We got people we don't have people dying as much. And um also you get all the malpractice out. Uh so it maybe it costs less. I think that's what Bernie said, right? Is that what Bernie said? What did Bernie say? Dr. Bernie is so very good at solving health. I'm I wish Bernie was my doctor. Yeah, that would be that would be just so great. I I want to go see Dr. Bernie. Dr. Bernie, he's ready to go. He's going to take your tumors out of your brain and you're definitely not going to die. I just like this idea of him like you walking into his room and being like, "Hey kid, you you diagnosed with capitalism. You got to get rid of it quick. Take this shot of socialism now." Yep. And it's just vodka. 
<laughs> yeah. Because the Russians love their socialism. And that's um, how that's how Russia has actually been working. They always focus on Trump, but Russia has actually been working with Bernie Sanders a whole lot. And they don't talk enough about that. Where's those emails, Bernie? Comrade. Here's, <laughs> here's another successful problem solved. Uh, on episode 23, we talked about uh, the back in my day and gen- Generation Z. And more importantly, we solved voter apathy, which, holy shit, if yeah. anybody paid attention during the 2018 midterms, uh, it is that voter apathy skyrocketed downwards. That's right. We, uh, so we, we legitimately solved that. If you will. Millennials and Gen Z, we solved that one, huh? And then also uh, white moms in suburbs. who they're, <laughs> They listen to our, a lot of our podcast. Yep. We have a 90% housewife listenership and yes. honestly thank you and also the chicken is burning take it out of the oven <laughs> jesus god take it out take it out uh so that was very good very good very good oh uh here we go kyle in episode 19 we went through uh if then rules to live by um, okay i don't know how much you remember those but i wanted to see how well uh, those have been playing out for you because I imagine you've been living by my rules, such as if you don't know who's going to be there, don't go. If you don't have, to, if you have to be up early, don't go. If there is rain, don't go. If there might be a better thing to do, uh, wait until like the last minute. Tell people if you can or cannot go. Uh, so, have you been able to do anything, Connor? I am so happy to say that I have accomplished so much because I didn't follow any of your rules. Oh. Yeah, your rules were felt very specific, um, kind of kind of to you. And um and definitely did not apply to my life. If I didn't go somewhere because I didn't know anybody, I would have missed I wouldn't have gone to uh two podcast live shows that I went to by myself and, and made friends and met wonderful people. So that wouldn't have happened. Um, also, there was a lot of rain here. Rain is my favorite kind of weather. I just get to curl up with some tea and a good book. Although I guess I don't go anywhere, so maybe you got me there. Oh, well, that is unfortunate. I thought that maybe my secrets would have been no. your awakening, but I guess no, Connor. That you you need the case. you need to understand though. You helped me greatly because you said, "Hey, here's my rules." And I said, cool, I won't follow any of them. And my life got better. You helped me. You helped me. Oh, I mean, well, okay. Yeah, you said, hey, here, if you want to end up like this, follow these rules. And I said, I do not want to end up like this. So I did not. You gave me a, a great gift, Connor. One that is also tax mm. deductible. Oh, well, you know, as long as what I can do can ease your tax burden then I think it's safe to say that I've solved your life. Connor, you know what I miss most about our this first, you know, 2018 year of our uh, lives is we started a podcast. That was the first thing. But we started a podcast and we played a little game called Trailer Park. And we haven't played it in a while. And I miss it because I don't go see the movies as often because Movie Pass uh, was <laughs> burned to the ground in a fiery flame. And um, oh and so, bother! 
I don't see movies as often and I don't get to see all those good trailers. I went recently to go see Into the Spider-Verse and that was incredible. By this time that the episode comes out, I will probably have seen Mary Poppins Returns um, probably with my family. So that would have existed. But I don't see enough trailers and I wish that there was a way that we could see. I don't need to. I don't need to feed into any sort of illusion. Let's play Trailer Park. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Kyle, do I have some lovely trailers for you, my friend. Okay, so um, it, just as a reminder for maybe a listener who's come on later, um, so Trailer Park, what we did in the past is Connor watched a trailer and would describe it to me, and I would try and figure out what it is and I try and figure it out what it is as soon as possible. And I think at one point we started doing like a lightning round where you would like go through trailer after trailer depending on how fast I could get it. Yeah, that'll probably be something more similar to what we're doing today because every movie has been seen by everyone forever. Yeah. Okay. So bear with me. I'm going to pull up just one more. Okay. Let's see how many you can get. Are you ready? I am ready. My ears are open. My imagination is horny. All right. And go. Fade in. We got turning on some radio, some dials coming on. We press down on a microphone. A little girl looks in and says, hello. We fade into the big old ocean. We got a storm going on. We cut back down. She hears, is anybody there? We look down on a city. There's a huge fucking bird looking flying over the city. It's a shadow. We got a plane going across the United States Capitol, which appears to be on fire. She looks up on the radio. She doesn't know what's going on. She looks back down on the radio. Nobody's answering. It's all as quiet. We only see a dial looking back and forth. She looks very sad and spooked. And she's like covering her ears because she's hearing something spooky, I guess. Okay, Bird. cut to black. Warner Bros. and Legendary, I guess I can say that. Cut back in. We're looking at a volcano erupting. Now we're back at a military base. And holy fuck, there's some spikes coming out of the ground. And now we're going back to the guy from Game of Thrones. An iceberg with the dragons hanging out in the back. We're looking at before Congress. And now we're back inside of the outside. Oh, fucking shit. Everything's changing so fast. An explosion. A girl looking over another thing. Oh, my God. There's a huge monster looking... Kyle, I'm literally saying the word of the show. Of, of birds flying over the city who appears to be on fire. Bird, birds, firebirds. Nope. Uh, oh, man. There's a big old club-looking thing with a three-headed dragon looking down on a city. The three-headed dragon club. you don't know what it is now, you're done. The dragons. Oh, nope. how I met your mother. No, how I trained your dragon. How to train your dragon. Three. Nope. It's a real live-action show. Game of Thrones. Nope. It's a show or a movie? It's a movie. It's got big birds and dragons. Oh man! And okay, I'm gonna stop the trailer. It's Godzilla, King of Monsters, you dingus. Oh fuck that! I did not <laughs> going anywhere near that. Oh god! Of course Kyle, I would Come know. on! Ten million views on it on YouTube. Yeah, all of them are you. Uh, nope, definitely not. Okay, we're going on to the next trailer, and hopefully, you won't be a fool this time. You ready? Okay. All right. We start off on a black and white street, looking at a small apartment. Um, a bicycle is running down, and we see someone woke, woken up by an alarm clock. Winner of best film, a little pan across a house. Still black and white, very beautiful. Um, someone's sweeping across their, uh, their kitchen from Academy Award winner or something. These kids are playing with a little go-karts, and now they're just cooking breakfast. It looks like people are just going about their day. They're trying to make their, their lives in, uh surviving we got some family members looking at a tv all together enjoying their each other's company while eating 
Um, a mother putting their child to sleep, a dad or somebody looking at somebody who's smiling back and he's just looking at her hands. It looks like a, just a day in a life kind of TV movie, Kyle. Oh man, we're giving is a it, hug before the it, dad leaves for work. It looks like we're very sad and a parade's happening. I don't know what this is. Some very loud singing with like, all right, I'm going to cut it because if you don't know by now, then you're done. So we got an army fighting. Okay. It's the new Roma, Kyle. Oh, I was going to guess Roma, but I, I wasn't sure if you would have picked that one. Okay, Roma. Dang, you're doing bad. I am doing bad. Like I said, I haven't gone to the movies enough. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if that's it. When we used uh, to play this, I had a movie pass, and I went to go see a movie like every other day. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not cutting any slack. One more time. Ready? Okay. Fade in to Iron Man's mask. It's facing the camera. <laughs> And someone's reaching toward it and holding it with their hand. It's Tony Stark, and he's wondering what's going on. Iron Man 4. No! It's the Infinity War. Okay, I'm not going to say it. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Connor, can we play another game? Oh, another one? Yeah, welcome. What do you got? Why don't you follow me over here to to Crickets Corner? Or also, oh. as we called it back in like episode two or three, Crickets Corner for some fucking reason. Yeah, Critics Corner. So if, in case you haven't heard this one because we've only done it like once or twice, this was a, a game where I would read a review of a bad movie and Connor would try and figure out what movie it is. And you can play along at home and just email us with your score and then we will send you... Um, one of those Yo Play yogurt lids, and um, and you can also, I guess, maybe turn that in for breast cancer awareness. I think I don't remember. Um, Connor, are you ready? Yes. This review is coming from RogerEbert.com, so you know it's real. Uh, my good boy Glenn Kenny is the author of this review, and he just starts off strong. How did this truly crummy movie get made? I have a theory. Co-producers Peter Jackson and Fran Walsh, who once upon a time could put together a motion picture that was engaging, coherent, entertaining, and even genuinely dazzling, looked at a bag of money that Universal and sundry other, and sundry other sources of capital left on their table and asked themselves, can we whiff as badly as the Wachowskis did with Jupiter Ascending, only leaving out the fun pansexual campy parts? And the answer is, absolutely. Do you know what movie this is they are reviewing? I mean, they said Peter Jackson. Yeah. It's the co- so co- my produced. first thought is like this guy's reviewing the World War Two movie or World War One movie that he just released that made it in color. But that doesn't sound like what he's talking about. No, no it's definitely not that. <laughs> I really hope not. Uh, no. What do you got? This is Mortal Engines, the very bad oh, failure. Oh, yes. Universal. I heard about that. Apparently, it only made $7 million this past weekend, uh, whenever it's opening weekend, and it was apparently made for $100 million. So they're going to lose a lot of money. Damn. Um, aren't, aren't those based on those books? I have no idea. I don't, um, I don't care about it at all. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I can get another bad, bad movie. That's like probably one of the only ones that's got a very bad score on Rotten Tomatoes that's out right now, that's out recently. What? Go, um, go check out oh, the... Oh, I'm ready. Never mind. Oh. I got a, I got a next one. Okay, go ahead. I have to pull up a review, though. Hold on. This one's worse. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
All right, so this time I'm heading to Time Out, that famous New York institution. Time Out gave this movie two out of five stars. Um, it doesn't say who the author is. Nope, it does say Joshua Rothkoff. Um, uh, oh, shit, where was the thing that they pulled out? Okay, how about this? Several dueling shades of dull... This upteenth retooling of the outlaw legend is desperate to convince viewers that Christopher Nolan had something to do with it. He didn't. <laughs> is it uh is it Robin Hood? It is very much Robin Hood. Oh, nice. Yes. One of the other yeah. one of the other quotes from a different review that I almost pulled said, Hey, it's almost as if they're stealing our money and selling it right back to us by way of another thoughtless capitalistic Robin Hood remount. Which was good. You would think that maybe based on the increasing likeness of socialism in the United States by millennials that they would have been like, oh, maybe let's actually try to make Robin Hood more about that. But see, it's the it's the it's the oh, shit. What's that word? Not the institution. It's the it's the people. It's the people in charge. The man, the man wants to keep us down. The man made this movie to show us how bad socialism is as a movie. Oh, just so that we won't ever try it. You know, that's fine by me. I'm I very much am a fan of the man. Um he's very nice to me sometimes. Uh I would really like it if he would give me more health care uh and help me pay for school more and not make me work a terrible job. But otherwise, you know? Yeah. Uh, if only the man could do something about any of that, but the man is obviously powerless, at least that's what the man tells us. So Man, yeah. He fell asleep, just like Jesus. Um, speaking of, uh, Jesus, Jesus is done now. We're done with Jesus. Um, his birthday is gone and passed, but the birthday of the planet is now here. (laughs) So happy birthday to you. The planet has made another revolution around the sun. I don't think that's it. Orbit. That's the word. Another orbit. A revolution is where it turns. That's a day. Um, anyway, it's made another orbit around the sun. We've counted off another year. And um, and as you know, we as humans like to give ourselves challenges to in- start off the new year. Because like any good thing, it always starts off with a challenge. Um, but Connor, we don't want to do that. That's old. It's useless. There's mm. no point. Right. So this time we are going to look into how the millennials will finally rise up and take back what is theirs, which is the entire world. That's right. How are the millennials going to revolute? To revo- to revolute, yes, to revolutions. Um, because we can't resolve to do anything. A millennials are too lazy for that. Instead, we must do the seemingly less lazy task of revolting against various injury industries until we kill them. Like all, That's our millennial power. Mm. So let's kill the things that we we think are needing to be killed. Right. What are what who's our targets for 2019? What's our millennial targets as a generation? What are we going to what are we going to knock out? Are we finally going to get rid of non-autonomous vehicles? Are we finally done with those? Right. Can we somehow make it even more dangerous uh to drive and instead require uh all the electronics? To happen. If millennials band it together, we're literally the biggest generation. If we can band together and make the roads more dangerous, then the government will have no choice. That's right. And the baby boomers will be like, those kids can't drive. And you're like, yeah, but we're doing it on purpose this time. 
Exactly. I love it. I love it so much. I think uh, my next target that I would want to set is going to be difficult because it's something that we created. It's our own child. But I think for us to really truly become our final form, to become Super Saiyan, really, we must kill our child. And that is Facebook. I think we're done with Facebook, right? Yeah. I mean, the the super kids have been done with Facebook for a minute, which is what I call the generation after us. And yeah. And never really got on it. I was like at the very, I was at the cusp of it, of the ending. But I mean, it's, it's done, man. What, and we can't, I, we can't do it. And I think you're right. I think like there's like half of millennials who ha- were on Facebook and then left and like don't use it anymore. But they're like the other half of millennials use it all the time because they like remember when it first came out and they were in college and it was like, so it's almost like nostalgic for them. And so we almost have to break that. I don't know. I don't know how we do it. And really this show isn't about how we do these things. It's just, Hey, here's the that mission. Do them. <laughs> yep. 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 So, okay. T- what is your current, thoughts what is your current game plan i know you we don't want to work too far into how we do them yeah but what have you got so far as far as killing facebook yeah connor first problem we're recording this podcast over facebook right now fuck (laughs) they've got us fuck all right so we need to come up with a new uh a new way to talk to each other oh god it can't be skype it can't be skype because they're owned by microsoft and they're just an old facebook (laughs) and they're just old facebook no, I mean, I guess we could, you know, set up set up a VPN and maybe use a separate server to connect. Maybe we can use a we could do a Discord. Yeah. Maybe call. we could also we could also live in the same space. And then that would also we could just be IRL. Yeah, Kyle, what's up with that, huh? I don't know. Who knows? My life is weird. We it could happen. Uh we could both live in I think we'd have to meet in the middle, so I think let's live in um uh Nevada. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Nevada. super cool. Actually, you know what is actually in between here in Houston is uh the edge of Texas. <laughs> yeah, El Paso. So you want to move to El Paso? I mean, that's where Beto is. I'll go anywhere for Beto. I would go anywhere for Beto. God help me. I want to hang out with him. Oh, he's cool. I've met him. He's nice. I mean, and by met him, I mean I went to one of his town Did halls. you shake his hand? Uh what? Did you shake his hand? No, he was too far away for that. So instead I said, hey, Beto, open your mouth. Um, and he opened his mouth and I, I spit, <laughs> spit what? into it. Why? It's, it's, a, it's an ancient El Paso custom. And no. It's, no. Give he him understood. a goldfish. It's, it's a mark of respect. Give him a candy, something. What if he choked? No, what he if would... he caught whatever the fuck you have? You can't choke on spit. It's spit. <laughs> he can't. Um... So, okay, so that's one. Hey, you know what my next target I want to set is? Uh, Political parties. They suck, huh? I'm done with them. Let's get done with them. I want instead. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, friends. Uh, So, yeah, I'm super down with ending political parties. But until we have a better system, please choose to vote for somebody who is actually going to get into office. We don't have... The option right now. We don't have a choice. No, I'm not saying, hey, a political party sucks, so let's all go third party. No, I'm not saying that because that doesn't help anything. No, (laughs) I'm saying get rid of political parties. And you're right, Connor. We need a new system. And I want that system. I've come up with a name. I don't know. What it does? What it does. Right. Okay, good. (laughs) Good, good, good. I'm, I'm calling it the Pillars. 
here's the thing. Each politician or each candidate gets rated on the pillars. And I don't know, they could they could be ratings for healthcare, they could be ratings for social justice, they could be uh, ratings for Instagram usage, you know, uh, or maybe accessibility. I, I, but the pillars is, is basically the newspapers, really, if you're really thinking about it. Um, and then that way we can just say, Hey, who should I vote for? You just look up their pillars. What are their pillars? And, um, and again, Isn't I don't that know like what a that website, m- I feel like I, I've seen it. I, what? Maybe. I don't know, but it's, it yeah, sounded real good when I said it. Pretty again, sure it's I, called like on the issues. Well, yeah, I know that exists, but I mean, nobody looks at it because we have parties. We have to get rid of the parties and we have to create the pillars. Right. Here are the pillars. And it's, yeah, use use the pillars and also make real parties. Make real parties? Bounce, 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 bounce. All the people say we're going to have a party. Yeah. You know what? Everybody's getting trash and running the government. More people would participate in government if the political parties were actually a party sometimes, you know? Yeah. Too bad, so sad. It's, it's all a trick. God, yeah. there's so many trick words in politics. If I they say <laughs> they say vote when they really mean like suggestion. Yeah. They say party but they really mean a coalition of people trying to get into office. Yeah. If if I saw Chuck Schumer at a party, I would leave. You know, I don't want to go to a party with him. I'm sure he does a good job and does good work, but I don't want to go to a party with old God, Chuck. Kyle, I fucking loved that scene so hard. <laughs> the Chuck Schumer party scene? Ah, uh, yes. Kyle, the Chuck Schumer, Pelosi, Trump, Pence party scene. I know I probably talked about that before, but I just want to say how much I love it. Good, 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 good. Um, uh, Connor, is there any other target you want to set before we round out the twenty-eight, the last episode of, of the M-Word 2018? Yeah. Kyle, we need to solve ourselves. Well, I was I was uh, just kind of talking more about anything else we need no, to overthrow. We we need to overthrow ourselves and our own psyches. So j- just let Gen Z take over at this point. We've had enough. We had our good yep. five years of power. End it all. <laughs> don't I mean, don't please. Okay. Don't end it all. No, nope, that's it. That's all I got. Well, this has been a wonderful year. We pers- personally. Loved 2018 because um, we got to start a podcast that we were talking Aww. about since uh, 2017. Really, mm-hmm. we've we and and we've we brought it up at the beginning of the podcast, and not this one, but the the show itself about the ability to continue our friendship from across the country, and this has allowed us to do that, and it really means a lot that you guys can also enjoy. It with us, and I hope you have also shared in our stupid, stupid laughs. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing that. And also, I want to thank Grant O'Brien, who, despite, um, you know, my qualms with nepotism, he still got the gig and gave us an incredible opening song, Millennial Juice Fluid, and also our closing remix, Ballad of a Dusty Boy, and also our good, good, close, beautiful friend, Cynthia Martinez, who designed our cover art. I think she graduates soon, and she's going to be out in the world just doing all sorts of good things and contributing and making beautiful things. So thank you, Grant and Cynthia. Uh, you're beautiful. Thank you all so much for listening. And as we always say, if you thought 2018 was long, wait wait till you hear what Mueller has to say. God, we—it's—it's—it's been—it's been like nine months, and you still don't realize that that music comes in in post, huh? <laughs>
so bad. Bye, friends. Bye. We'll see you next year. Ha <laughs> ha, love that joke. Mm-hmm.